0: This is the Opening Market Podcast on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. I'm Mark Magnuson. Joined today by Joe Camp of Comstock for our opening discussion. Joe, what are we seeing taking place in the grains?
1: We observed a mild rebound overnight, but you know, not really any follow-through momentum to the upside. It's been several days down here. Uh, several weeks now lower for the most part for these grain futures and kind of more of the same, where it's negativity over weather in Brazil for one, we had showers really pick up over new year's weekend and then extend into the last week and a half or so. And that it comes to the relief of course of these driest areas of Brazil that have been suffering from drought. It's already impacted the soybean crop here and it could be a source of a problem too for the second safrina crop that they're getting started on in terms of planting. But it's something different, it's a, it's again a relief from drier conditions and maybe restoring some moisture for, for the crop ahead. We're going to still watch for potential harvest slash planting delays down there in Brazil. Maybe the flip of it, this weather coming. Uh, wetter too late uh, for really any help to the soybean crop, but maybe to the detriment of harvest efforts and eventually for planting that safrina corn crop. But again, it, it, it's something that at least lately hasn't driven further concern over uh, production availability for the big importers, and that's why another negative remains that we haven't had any export sales to speak of the daily sales system has been quiet for several weeks it's not been since december 19th that we've had uh, one of those flash sales reported we did not again hear this morning and so uh, there's there's not much enthusiasm here early in the week that could change quickly of course as we head into the back half of the week eventually on friday We're going to have that big crop report day, and and that's what could spark a shift in sentiment. But until then, it's more of the same path of least resistance, lower type of pressure on this grain market.
0: Joe, what's the current situation for the soybean products, so the soybean meal and soybean oil?
1: Yeah, we've still got pressure. Now meal coming down to test its fall lows. Uh, We've got some strength here to look at overnight for soy oil, but they, too, Are coming off of uh, six-month lows notched yesterday it's a market soybean oil that's certainly following crude oil around we do have a little life in the crude market here today I talked about a rebound after reaching new six-month lows for soybean oil yesterday well that weakness was certainly attached to crude oil being down three dollars or more for most of the session there yesterday and a, a bit of new news Saudi Arabia announcing some price cuts uh, that was bearish for this market. You had a bit of easing in terms of risk premium for all of the uh, ongoing risk that's dr- being drummed up in the Middle East, uh, with the Red Sea all but closed off to international shipping because of attacks going on there. You've got uh, still escalating uh, conflict in Israel and links to Iran, but. Overall, we're looking at pretty abundant supply. We're reminded, too, that this WTI crude oil market is a U.S.-based market, and you look lately at these production numbers having been actually record high for what we're producing here at home, and we're actually exporting quite a bit of it, like to our neighbor up north in Canada. So that's been a driver lately lower for the bean oil market, and then soy meal for as much as we were positive and still can be for a while about the the robust demand for meal exports out of the US we're going to have a record high total for meal exports this year that's a a, a fact of following last year's drought in Argentina and how they're such a big player in the meal market but now now you have much improved conditions in Argentina for as long as we've been talking about drought in Brazil conditions much more favorable in that country here so far this season, and that is another source of pressure that we're seeing so far on that product. So it's good to mention these products.
0: They're definitely the the sort of tail that wags the dog in terms of Uh, moving around the bean market. Let's switch over to the other side of the ag marketplace in the livestock complex. And could you remind us, as we're in the middle of a big winter storm here in Iowa right now, the relationship between a big winter storm like this and what it can potentially do to the marketplace when we think about the cattle?
1: Yeah, in the near term, it can certainly uh, delay marketing efforts. You're not going to want to load up cattle and take them to the auction here in this kind of weather. And we're seeing that pretty widespread, you know, as far south as the Texas panhandle up into uh, Kansas, where they've got a pretty severe blizzard moving through here today. It extends, of course, up through the northern plains where they've got heavy snow totals as well. And so you're going to look at that. You're going to think about uh, and not only not having the marketings to choose from, and, and maybe getting some uh, lower production numbers in the near term. Eventually, you're thinking about uh, you know lower feed gains here for as as strong as they've been, and as heavy as weights have been because of warm weather up to this point. Where now all of a sudden we're thinking about that slowing down as things get so cold and. And the cattle, too, is shut down just like uh, the producers do in terms of uh, the overall effect on it. We're going to see that it's two-sided, though, because I start out with this near-term implication, and then we get to the longer-term view that could be a bit negative. So, uh, eventually, it's a bullish uh, sort of influence. We saw that at the start of the week. Uh, driving some prices higher here, but eventually you get to a point where you worry about potentially cattle backing up and not being current enough for fed cattle supplies. Uh, that we have a you know a bottleneck here that that pr- produces bigger numbers once we we can catch up uh, down the road. But for now, it's a, a bit of a risk here. When we have such good demand, we had rising cash prices over these last couple of weeks. We still have a good response from the consumer overall. Um it's a bit of a positive and, and so far we've observed that uh to start the week. And what's the latest in the hog market? Some strength here to speak of. You know, the futures are in a in a way going the opposite direction of the cash market. We still have quite a bit of a premium for this board over where we're seeing direct hogs, but Uh, there is also the uh, expectation that this cash market is going to start to pick up from here, uh, that you've got seasonal upside normally, and that we're going to start to work through these uh, bigger numbers that we've uh, been under for some time. I mean, we learned that uh, was, again, the case on this last hogs and pigs report. We've had record high pigs per litter numbers, so we've really built up uh, by more than anticipated Uh, these hog numbers in the near term but then you also see these uh the numbers in terms of the pig crop and farrowing intentions down so much we're going to start to peak out in terms of overall numbers from here it looks like and that could be more friendly down the road so the futures market might be
0: getting ahead of that tighter supply type storyline joe camp of comstock our guest here today thank you for all the great information as always joe what is the best way for our listeners to get in touch for more marketing information
1: Yeah, thanks. Uh, Listeners could visit our website at comstock.com.
0: We've got access to our content plus all of our contact information. Joe Camp, thanks for the time here today. Have a great rest of your week. Thanks you as well. We'll Talk to you next week. That was Joe Camp with Comstock. It is time now for a check of the numbers. March corn down one and a quarter at 453 and three quarters. March soybeans down four and a half at 1241 even. March soybean meal down two dollars and forty cents at 36610. March soybean oil up 15 cents at 47.96. Chicago wheat up five and three quarters at 602 even. Minneapolis wheat up four even at 706 and a half. Kansas City hard red wheat up six and a half at 621 and three quarters. March oats up seven and three quarters at 368 and three quarters. On the Merck, February live cattle down 30 cents at 169.65. January feeder cattle. Down 52 cents at 223.35. February lean hogs up 15 cents at 70.75. February pork cutout up 77 cents at 84.32. And class 3 milk up 2 cents at 15.16. This has been a check of the opening markets on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network.